بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد ونبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال ما نقصت صدقة من مال وما زاد الله عبدا بعفو إلا عزا وما تواضع أحد لله إلا رفعه الله عز وجل رواه مسلم Abu Huraira radiyallahu ta'ala narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Before I translate this hadith I find that by way of introduction or explanation there are very, three very great noble qualities that are mentioned in this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Each of these noble qualities carries a very great benefit. In some ahadith we find Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions certain principles or certain benefits which constitute what we call sunnatullah, Allah's sunnat. That is Allah's manner or way of dealing with things. When it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sunnats, Allah Ta'ala says in the Qur'an وَلَن تَجِدَ لِسُنَّةِ اللَّهِ تَبَدِيلًا وَلَن تَجِدَ لِسُنَّةِ اللَّهِ تَحْوِيلًا وَتَمَّدْ كَلِمَةُ رَبِّكَ صِدْقًا وَعَدْلًا لَا مُبَدِّلٍ لِكَلِمَاتِهِ لَا تَبْدِيلٍ لِكَلِمَاتِ اللَّهِ Allah does not deviate, Allah does not digress from His Sunnah. And sometimes when it comes to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala's Sunnah, it is a test for us. Because logically, or even based on our own experience or sight, it may seem contrary to what we are expecting. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, on the tongue of His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, on that which was revealed upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is telling us something totally contrary to that. And what we are supposed to do, our iman demands us that we accept that which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is saying. So nevertheless, coming back to the fact that this hadith tells us of three very great noble qualities. And these are three qualities that we should all the time be striving to inculcate these qualities, imbibe ourselves with these qualities, and to have this complete yakin and conviction in our heart that that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises that which is Allah's sunnat will definitely come to pass. The three qualities I'm referring to, one is that of, chast- that of charity. In other words, adopting generosity, spending in charity. The second quality is forgiveness. And the third quality is humility. Charity, forgiveness and humility. These are three very great qualities and unfortunately many of us are lacking in these qualities to the extent or level that we should be developing ourselves or imbibing these qualities within ourselves. We find that these three qualities were sublime and were resplendent in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And it was, in fact, these three qualities constituted very effective tools 
by which Rasulullah Pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam caused the hearts of people to melt, caused people to be attracted to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and we being his ummah, we are in fact his ambassadors, and we also are supposed to keep alive his legacy of rahmat and mercy upon humanity by developing these qualities within ourselves. So Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu said, first sunnah of Allah, ma naqasat sadaqatun min mal. Sadaqa, charity, spending in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, spending upon the poor, this has never diminished any person's wealth. Now if you look at this statement, like I said, some of these things tend to go against logic. You've got a hundred rand. You took ten rand out and you spent it in charity. Now if you start counting that hundred rand, what does it become? It becomes ninety rand. Yet the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu He says that charity has never diminished any wealth. So outwardly, logically, the wealth has diminished. Yet Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying that this wealth will never diminish. When you spend in charity, one hand is what shaitan is telling you. Allah says in the Quran, Shaitanu yaidukumul faqr. Shaitanu yaidukumul faqr. Shaitan promises you. Shaitan promises you poverty. That the more you are going to spend in Allah's way, you are going to become poor. What you have is going to become less. And outwardly, practically, it appears, that appears to be happening. That by that, that hundred you spend ten, it appears to have become ninety. However, on the other hand, one is what shaitan is telling us. And the other hand is that which is that personality whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا يَنْتِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْوِي يُوحَىٰ that whatever he speaks is not of his own desires. It is wahi, it is revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That personality Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is telling us that ma naqasat sadaqatum min mal. Inna sadaqata la tanqusul mal. Sadaqa, charity, does not diminish, does not decrease your wealth at all. Allah ta'ala says on the one hand in the Quran, وَمَا أَنْفَقْتُمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَهُوَ يُخْلِفُ Whatever you spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will give it back to you. فَهُوَ يُخْلِفُ We will replace it for you. مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ كَمَثَلِ حَبَّةٍ أَنْبَتَتْ سَبْعَ سَنَابِلْ فِي كُلِّ سُنْبُلَةٍ مِئَةُ حَبَّةٍ وَاللَّهُ يُضَاعِفُ لِمَنْ Allah says, not only will we give it back to you, how much? Allah says, the example of the man who spends his wealth in the path of Allah Ta'ala is like the grain, is, is like that of the stalk of grain. It breaks up into seven ears. Each ear has a hundred grains. In other words, one he spends, Allah Ta'ala will pay him back minimum seven hundred times. Somewhere in the Quran, Manjabil Hasanati Falawashram Thaliya, ten times, sometimes seven hundred times. Sometimes Allah Ta'ala says that Yudaifuhu Adafan Kathira, we will pay it back to you many, many times. So Allah say that this increase, 
this increase in the wealth, although logically it appears as if the wealth is gone less, this increase that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells us about, is in two manners or two forms. One is the physical wealth itself will increase. By spending in charity, They say by spending in charity, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open up for you doors of risk and sustenance which you never even imagined. Allah will give you from so many other places that you didn't even imagine or didn't even expect. So they say physically, the nature of the wealth will increase if you will spend in charity. That is the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they say the second manner in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will increase your wealth is in the barakah, in the blessings. Sometimes a person has a little, but 50 mouths are eating from the little bit, and all are happy and content. Sometimes a person has a lot, yet two or three stomachs are not full, and always they feel it is running short. What is the difference? Barakah. Allah Ta'ala places barakat and blessing in that wealth of a person who is generous, who spends in charity. In fact, there is one, one Latifa. Obviously, when you talk of Latifa, this is a story which didn't actually occur. But the lesson in the story is very interesting and it is supported or it is accepted. So, by way of, by way of example or nurturing or tarbiyah, such Latifas ulama ikram mentioned. They say there was one person that all he had left in his risk, he was a poor person. Throughout his entire life he always had very little. So one day the angel came to him and told him that, listen, you only have ten rotis left in your risk, ten pieces of bread, that is all that is left in your risk. So he says to the angel that, you know what, my entire life I only used to receive maybe one or two rotis a day and that was hardly even sufficient for me to fill my stomach. So for once at least before I die, I want to find myself in a situation where I have surplus. So I want you to give me the whole ten. So the angel said to him that, listen, all you have left in your risk and sustenance is ten. If I give you the whole ten, then it's the end of the story. Next thing is your moth. So this person said, don't worry. I made my mind up all my life. I never had any surplus. Now I want surplus. Give me the whole ten. So nevertheless the angel said, as you wish, and went away. Then it is mentioned that a month later or so, this angel was passing by that area, and he decided to check up what happened about this person. So now he finds the same person. He's got almost what they call a langar going. He's got hundreds of people coming to eat. He's running a huge place where he's giving out food, etc., so the angel was very, very surprised. And he approached this person and he said to him that, you know what, you only had ten rotis left in your risk. What happened? So he said, all my life I used to receive one or two and that is all I would eat. That I would eat it up myself. I never had any surplus. First time in my life when you gave me ten, all I could still eat was the two. I couldn't eat more than that. I had eight left. So what I did with this aid is I spent it, I gave it to the poor. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised, Man bil hasana falahu ashwam thaliha. Allah says, give me one, I'll give you ten times more. So I gave the eight away, in exchange for that Allah gave me eighty. And then I learned the lesson of spending upon the poor. So from that eighty also I could only eat two, I couldn't eat more than that. 
So then that 78 was left and I gave that away to the poor. That was multiplied by 10. And whatever you can see around you today, all this barakah and wealth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me is the blessing of that charity which I gave, which I spent upon the poor. Like I said, this is a latifah, not a literal incident that we are now start going to making tahqiq and so on. But such incidents are supported in the light of Quran and Hadith. Allah says, وَمَا أَنْفَقْتُمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَهُوَ يُخْلِفُ Whatever you will spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will give it back to you. It will not go in waste. This is the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is Allah's sunnat. This is Allah. Obviously we don't spend in charity to increase our wealth. We spend in charity because Islam advocates generosity. Islam advocates empathy. Islam advocates kindness towards the poor. Islam advocates that we feel the plight of the less advantaged in our hearts. It is the requisite, the demand, the psyche of the character of a Muslim that he feels the pain of those he comes into contact with. In the vocabulary of Rasulullah the word no didn't exist when people came and asked from Rasulullah But this is tasalli, this is comfort for us. That Allah Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala, when He sees generosity in His slaves, Allah is the most generous. Allahu ajwadul ajwad. Allahu ajwadul ajwad. Rasulullah said, Allah is the most generous. There is no one more generous than Allah. So when you are generous, Allah becomes more generous to you. Why? Because this is Allah shan. How can my banda be more generous than me? I am, more, I am the most generous. So the more generous you will be, the more generous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will become upon you. And this is Allah's sunnah. Coming back to the first part of this hadith, مَا نَقَصَدْ صَدَقَةٌ مِنْ mal. Bring yaqeen on this. Bring conviction on this. Rasulullah said, the wealth of no man diminished through charity. In fact, that wealth is increased through charity. Like your